Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is where high-achieving leaders and entrepreneurs go to maximize their performance in their work and home. Jen Beck has 20 years of experience as a registered nutrition consultant and lift untherapy practitioner. Jen coaches leaders to create a vision for their life, optimize their physical and mental health so they can achieve their goals and dreams in record time. Jen is an author, speaker, and founder of the Complete Health Revolution. Welcome to the show, Jen. Thanks so much, Marisa. It's great to be here. So um, tell me a little bit about what you do, and I'm really interested in hearing about the untherapy uh, practitioner. <laughs> yeah, so I help, um, I really help high-achieving women to create a life that they love to live. Many, many women that are high-performing, high-achieving have that borderline of burnout. And so I really help them to dial that back, figure out what works for them, what doesn't, and then create the physical and emotional health to actually live it on a daily basis. And, and, um, and so many women need, absolutely need that. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you, how you um, got into this path and how you decided to become a, uh, a, a practitioner. Sure. Um, and, and for me, my role is really kind of dual. Um, I do both the physical health as well as the, the mental and emotional health. And my, my journey in, in this world started about 20 years ago. My mom had multiple sclerosis when I was growing up and at the age of 49, went from living on her own to being in a nursing home in six weeks. And oh she had done all, all the preventative medications to make sure that that very thing didn't happen. So I, in that moment, like standing in her living room and sorting through each one of her possessions going, okay, is it going to the nursing home, goodwill, garbage, storage, like what? And watching her cling to every possession because it was a representation of her freedom and her independence. I made a vow in that moment that two things. One, I was never going to end up in that same situation. My health was never going to go there. And number two, I had to do something to help my mom because clearly the medication she was on wasn't working. So I started diving into alternative medicine and therapies and eating healthier and anything I could get my hands on that might help her. Um, and I ended up at a conference that was being taught by a pharmacist. And he was teaching about the healing benefits of superfoods, which 20 years ago was really ironic. And during his talk, he was talking about his wife who had had MS for 26 years, just like my mom. And after his talk, I saw the two of them strolling across the ballroom and she was virtually untouched. And I got a chance to meet her afterwards. And I'm like, what drugs are you on? Because your results are so much different than my mom's. She needs to be on whatever you're on. And she goes, oh, my husband didn't believe in the medication. So I just built my body up with diet, supplements, and exercise. And I was like, what? Like, your husband's a pharmacist. You're not on any medications? And she's like, no. And, and, and I started thinking about my mom's lifestyle. And I mean, we ate typical 80s meals. Hamburger helper with some peas thrown in, right? So you get some vegetables in it that way. <laughs> or, you know, 
frozen meals or like instant potatoes, Salisbury steak out of the freezer, a can of green beans, a can of cream corn. You know, they were balanced as much as she could do, but it wasn't necessarily nutritionally dense. And, um, you know, she never exercised and she took supplements for like six months when I was in sixth grade and, you know, said that they're, they don't work. They're too expensive. I'm not doing it. So they had polar opposite lifestyles. And it got me thinking like, what if my mom had done what Dr. Sester's wife had done? Would her results be different? So I dove into research and I saw people reversing MS and heart disease and cancer and diabetes, fibromyalgia, every disease that I thought was a life sentence once somebody got that diagnosis, these people were reversing by changing their diet and lifestyle. So I went, actually went back to school for nutrition. Um, I became a registered nutrition consultant and started helping people reclaim their health by making lifestyle changes, adding in supplements, doing small things. And it was a really big change for me, Marisa. I was a, a 20 something going to school full-time, working full-time and living on fast food, sugar, soda, caffeine, fast food, like really healthy lifestyle. The, so typical, the typical diet of a teen, right? Or exactly. a, young, a young adult. Exactly. So it took baby steps. And, you know, now I get to teach people what it took me years of figuring it out by trial and error. And I get to help them shortcut that into months where they really have a chance to be able to reclaim their health. Um, my mom passed just before her 65th birthday and her doctors and nurses told us that we extended her life by at least five or 10 years and tremendously increased the quality of her life during those years too. So wow. for me, it's, it's not just a job. It really is a passion where every day I wake up and, and I get to help people prevent putting a parent in a nursing home or helping them to reclaim their health so they can enjoy their grandkids, not just go through the motions or, you know, kind of survive the day, if you will. That's so fantastic. It's amazing how, you know, 20 years ago, not many people were doing the type of work that you were doing. Um, and yeah. we didn't really know much about, about how food impacts you. Um, you know, I, I always had food health issues and my parents, you know, we always, we didn't eat box stuff. My parents are Sicilian immigrants. So everything was homemade from scratch, but at the same time, I would always get sick. And I have a whole chapter in my book called My Body is a Burden. And I never knew what it was. And it wasn't until I was in my 40s that I found someone to help me. And it was food. It was food related. And, and some of the, you know, I always say healthy food equals healthy mind. You know, the food I eat yeah. affects my depression and my, de my depression affects the food I eat, right? If I'm depressed, I'm going for the unhealthy foods. And if I'm eating healthy, then I'm, you know, I have a better mental health. So it's a vicious cycle. But, but you, each body, you have to be so fine-tuned into, you know, everyone has a different diet that works for them. And I don't even like to say diet, but different foods that, that um, enhance the body. Uh, and you have to look at it both mentally and physically together as one, rather than, um, you know, as two separate things uh, for healing, right? Because they go hand in hand. So I love the story about being able to help your mom and you finding your your purpose through that. Yeah. And, and you and I are on so much of the same, same page too, because one of the things that I teach my clients is how to figure out what foods work for their body's unique needs. Because I, like I have one gal, she was, she had been dealing with Crohn's for nine years and had a team of team of specialists and uh, holistic practitioners, and everybody else. And she had actually had about six inches out of her colon removed 
because she was still dealing with Crohn's like eight or nine years later and was in so much pain. So she came to me about a year after that. And she said, you know, I hope that maybe some of the stuff that you can teach me will help me to feel better. And we took a combination approach. We took, we looked at her diet and really addressed that part of it. And we also did some lift on therapy and helped her remove a lot of the emotional damage and things like that at the same time. Well, one of the things that was really unique to her is that she was eating really healthy compared to most people's standards. Every morning she had a green smoothie with spinach and blueberries and protein powder and almond milk and a really healthy breakfast. Except for her, she was reacting to the blueberries and the spinach. So just wow. because it's healthy doesn't mean it's right for our body, which is exactly what you were just saying. Right. Yeah, there's so many things that when I started changing my diet, uh, the foods I eat, I was you know, going gluten-free and stuff. But a lot of those foods give me allergies. Like I get lightheaded, I get dizzy, my hands start shaking, I get hives. And so you really have to tune in. Um, into what feels right for you. And, uh, and it's, it's a self-awareness thing, right? You have to really pay attention. And it's amazing how much we don't pay attention to our own bodies. Um, I have, I have my, my clients do an exercise where they, they do mind, body, emotion journaling before they eat something and then after they eat something. And a lot of it is more around trauma you know, why are they eating? What are they eating? You know, is, do they feel guilty after they're eating? You know, and try to look at it from that perspective more than a nutritional perspective. Um, but just being so in tune to what you're thinking and how your body feels just before and just after you eat and the emotions behind it, bringing that awareness to, 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 to your food changes your life dramatically when you pay attention to what goes in your mouth. And most of us don't do it, right? Most of us will grab chips and we just eat a whole bag of chips or popcorn or, and we, and then we go, oh, we don't feel right. Right. And so we're not really looking at that. So how do you change someone's mindset to get them to start believing that, you know, they can change their perspective on food and their health and, and all of that? Yeah. I mean, your point is perfect. That awareness starts everything, right? I have, I have an acronym, ACT, Awareness, Concern, Take Action. You have to first be aware of what works for you and what doesn't and why you're doing what you're doing. Then you actually have to be concerned enough to do something different. Like, is this really working for me? Is it really serving me anymore? And only when you have enough concern will we actually take action. So that's a big piece of it, right? Is that awareness starts. The other piece is creating a, a, a vision of a life that we actually want to live. So many times, especially high-performing women, we give so much to everyone else. We give it to our kids, to our spouse, to our parents, especially the aging parents, to our jobs, to our careers, to our business, to everyone else. And our name may not even be on our to-do list, let alone in the top three. So really looking at what serves me, what doesn't. Wow, how do I want to wake up in the morning? How do I want to spend my time and who with and what serves me and what doesn't? And having that vision, you know, I, I have a lot of women that come to me for weight loss or for reclaiming their health and things like that. But if, if you just go until you lose the weight, then eh, you lose the weight. Guess what you do? You go back to all the things that made you happy that you gave up to be able to lose the weight in the first place. Because we're not living a fulfilled life. We're just living a filled life. Right. So, so, so that, and that's, it's so true because you have to look at the big picture, not like, oh, I need to lose the 20 pounds and that's my only goal. The goal is 
you want to be healthy. You want to be a healthy yeah. person. You maybe, you know, and maybe you just want to, you know, feel good and sleep well and, and all the other stuff that comes with it. It's not necessarily about the weight. Um, because for me, like I, you know, I fluctuate. I've always fluctuated. You know, my weight goes up and down depending on what's going on in my life. But as long as I feel healthy, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter because I feel good. I feel good about what's going on in my life and I can manage that cycle. And I'm not in that, oh, I have to diet or I have to do this or I have to put on weight because I tend to get underweight as well. You know, so it's it's a constant battle that it just wastes so much energy and, it, and it, it's for nothing, you know. Um, yeah. So what? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say you bring up a, a perfect point that was having that something bigger. Like I have a client who um, worked with me for about six months last year. And during that time, she released 78 pounds. She said it was the easiest thing she's ever done. Literally replaced her entire wardrobe and sent me a message yesterday and said, you know, oh, I just I feel like I need a kick in the butt. Like I've got 20 more pounds I want to lose. And I just feel like I'm in a plateau where I'm kind of cycling in the same three pounds. And I just done a video yesterday talking about you've got to have something bigger and, and a why. It's not just about like right now until I make this goal, then I'll be okay. And she's like, gosh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. She goes, now I put a goal on, you know, on my wall of like, I want to go hike the Grand Canyon. I want to have something bigger that she's working towards versus just the weight because uh, like, great, I lost 78 pounds. Do I really need to lose the last 20? Our brain goes into like that talk me into it versus talk me out of it kind of mode too. All right. Cause what's the objective? What are you trying to get out of it? And we lose sight of that. So, so what, what are some of your big goals? So for me, um, I have a goal of next year leading a retreat in Italy. Very um, nice. That for me, like international travel is just a huge passion point for me, travel anywhere in general. Um, but being able to lead a retreat in Italy and, you know, being able to hike the Grand Canyon up and down in one day. I just haven't done it before. I have a feeling I'm, I'm in pretty decent shape and I could, but like, I'd like to master that and not be like dying on the way up. Um, and my daughter and I um, are actually in the process of getting a new puppy. So we'll be doing lots of training and, um, you know, loving on that little, that little guy or girl um, soon too. That's so great. So I have done the Grand Canyon in one day on the north side and also in one day on the south side. And it's such a great accomplishment. Uh, not sure if I could do that today, <laughs> but uh, it's it's a great adventure. You're absolutely going to love it. Um, awesome. So, I'm super excited. So um, what do you do to psych yourself up for those goals? What are some of the things that you have to overcome? Like maybe what are some of the, the challenges you have maybe in beliefs or obstacles or recurring patterns that you have in your life that always, when you're trying for your goals, they come up. Yeah. I mean, gosh, there's so many. <laughs> so I was, I was one of those kids that, um, you know, growing up, I was, I was bullied. I was too tall. I had bad hair, glasses, braces. I mean, the whole nine yards, my junior high and middle school was not pretty. So I have, for me, I have stuff about being visible. Right. I mean, that that like I want to put myself out there. I want to be able to grow. And what's really safe back here where you know, I don't really have to see anybody or anybody really has to see me at a big playing a big level. Um, and some of that, like um, the anxiety about like, am I going to find the right words? Am I going to say it exactly right? The, maybe a little bit of a recovering perfectionist, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> so it 
it, they're always there, right? And for me, one of the things that I have found that has helped me tremendously is lift on therapy. Um, that's kind of the second second set of my journey. Um, I was married to um, someone that had some mental health challenges and um, was um, was just not supportive in any way, shape, or form of me. A little bit on the narcissistic side, and I really put myself on a shelf as the peace, trying to be the peacekeeper. I would just put myself on a shelf and like, whatever you need, whatever you want, I'm there and I'm doing it. And I got to a really dark place in my marriage and was really um, in a fairly deep depression. And I happened to meet Brian Eastman, who is the gentleman that created Lyft. And he's like, do you want a free session? And I was like, okay. And the first session, it was like, Lyft is really specific. You know how affirmations are great. You say them a hundred thousand times, they eventually get in your conscious brain and they can be able to give you some confidence, especially in the moment. What I find challenging about affirmations though, is that we still have all the negative self-living toxic beliefs in the background. So when we get into a stressful situation, both of them pop to mind, but the toxic one is always stronger because naturally as humans, we're wired for survival. Well, what Lyft does is it actually removes the toxic beliefs, those self-living beliefs, and installs a positive one in its place at a subconscious level. And it heals all parts of you. So it heals the little, the young parts that were damaged because we, we store our issues in our tissues. And so regardless of what generation that is, uh, what age that is, or what generation, because, because we store it in our, issue, our issues in our tissues, we also pass those down through epigenetics. And so think about like a snowball rolling through five, 10, 15, I've had up to 35 generations back that there's a self-limiting belief that has snowballed through to be able to heal all of that. And so removing that, I mean, it it is amazing the difference before and after a session because it's very, very specific and it's healing those specific self-limiting beliefs that are holding us back in the biggest ways. And so from that session, like I immediately fell in love with it. And I think by my fourth or fifth session, I was like, how do I do this? How do I, how do I get certified? And how do I train? Like, I need to know how to do this for other people. And um, so I'm now an advanced lift practitioner. And um, gosh, I mean, it has been transformative for my life, healing, not just stuff in my marriage, but childhood stuff and beyond, um, and really has transformed my confidence and healed that fear of visibility and really gotten me to a place where if I have some of that stuff going on, I can be able to do a lift session and be able to be in a completely different place within 24 hours. That's Um, great. Yeah. So So I feel so honored that I get to share that. There's so many, there's so many of us that carry this junk with us and we don't even realize it until it comes up and we're faced with it. And, um, it's, it's great to hear that you have the, that you're certified too, that you can help others in that. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful. If I can just take one second and share um, an example. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so I started with this gal about three months ago and she was um, going through lots of stuff at work and lots of stuff at home. And then her dad was diagnosed with um, acute pancreatic cancer and he ended up passing about eight weeks later. Um, after her dad passed, the boyfriend told her the day before the funeral that he was out and she was out of town. So he's like, I'll be gone by the time you get back. Tons of turmoil in her life and everything else. And 
it was amazing because we we'd done a couple of shifts getting her ready for her her stepdad to pass and got her to a place where she could release the grief and be there to support him through the end of his days fully present and not processing her own stuff at the same time and then the day that um the day that her boyfriend told her that he was out we had done another session that day and by the end of the session she's like you know i'm feeling kind of optimistic about life right now and for her to go through all of that and now she's creating incredible boundaries she was up for an interim um vp in her job and she's like nope this is not the environment I want to be in. And so she's really taken reins back and evaluated her life and deciding what works for her and creating that life that she loves, even amidst all of this turmoil and all of this stuff in her life, because she's not, she's not having all of those triggers happen all at once. Being able to quell all that so she can move forward. I'm blown away by the story. You know, I just heard about epigenetics uh, from one of my clients who's a holistic doctor in the functional medicine. And now I'm learning more and more. And I'm like, whoa, we don't look at those things. We don't look in our health either. We don't understand that there's only certain foods we should be eating. And as you're a health expert, you know, this based on our environment, based on our genetics, it's not that if you don't look at this on a regular basis, you're really messing things up with your mind and your, your body. If you're not looking at who the person you are, what you, what baggage. Uh, one person you're going to be on a guest with, uh, Dr. Mary, talks about intergenerational trauma. And if you have been part of specific people at one point in time that were really uh, treated awfully, you are going to take some of that with you. Isn't that correct? Into yeah. your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can absorb other people's energy and take that on too. And And we, you know, there's a lot of studies now that show that what we experience at a an emotional level manifests physically. I mean, if you think about the amount of people that have had their gallbladder removed in the U.S., I was and that's where we store our anger and resentment. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I was one of them, and it and it got taken out before I went on my healing journey. You know, there's a lot of stuff I've had taken out before I went on my healing journey. I've learned so much, and I would have done things a lot differently. Um, but, you know, I trusted doctors. Right. And so yeah. I've I've had body parts removed, <laughs> internal organs and stuff. And it's like, what was I thinking? Now I just laugh about it. You know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, it's incredible how much we can heal through our mindset and through the foods we eat. Um, you know, we're so powerful. And yet we give we give our power away to other people to, you know, in the medical industry, oh, we can just fix it. We can just have surgery. We can just take a pill and that's not it. We have to control it and own it ourselves and we can heal and help ourselves with the help of mentors and coaches who can teach us how to do that. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you're absolutely right. The, the amount of people, the, the amount of people that we've, that have been taught to give up their power to a diet, to a plan, to a doctor or anyone else, like, I don't know. You, you tell me what to do. And it's like, right. we are, when we put ourselves in the driver's seat, that's where the healing really begins. Absolutely. Well, great advice. Love the story. Love what, what your, your purpose and what you're doing. Uh, it's been great to have you on the show. Where can people find you? Um, so they can go to completehealthrevolution.com. I'm all over the internet and social media as well. Um, Jen Beck or Complete Health Revolution. Awesome. Thanks again. Thank you, Marisa. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. 
To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.